Hello, beautiful. Get your coffee. It's time for Coffee with Matilda, Journey to South. Today, I'm uh, joining you from Paris, France, and I have two beautiful guests. One is Salindran Bulhar. She's a mother. She's the host of Uplifting Human podcast, uh, Kundalini Yoga teacher. She's a healer. She's an advanced meditator. She brings together the ancient wisdom tradition with new scientific discoveries. And she's joining me from Vancouver, Canada. Also, I have Jamar Stokely. She's a, he's a public speaker. He's a free thinking optimization expert, host of New Power 40 podcast, and he's a father. He's uh, joining me from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome, guys. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Matilda. Thank you. I'm very excited. This is my first live, so I'm nervous as well. <laughs> so as the COVID-19 continues to spread, uh, many schools, businesses, other organizations are allowing or encouraging or requiring, depends where you live, their employees to work remotely. Um, schools around the globe are shifting to online learning. And uh, so everyone is adjusting to this new lifestyle for a brief period of time or for a long time. It's a shift that you cannot take it lightly. In order to be a productive um, member of the society, everyone needs to find uh, their own balance in this new lifestyle. So. Um, one thing both of these guests of mine have in common they professionally they uplift humans and uh, so that's why i'm trying i want us to learn from them to how to navigate uncertain times how can we cope with uh coronavirus um coronavirus has cast an uncertain future for all of us so Please, Salindran, uh, tell us. Yes, definitely. Um, I think the the bigger picture of this is really trying to um, understand that at this time, uh, there are no drugs out there to help anyone. And that's creating even a bigger fear. I mean, to have something like this that has come forward at this time is fear enough and of course fear is connected to survival and it takes a lot of courage to get through fear mm -hmm. so you know the big question right now i think that is in everyone's minds is there's no cure and yeah. what's going to be the outcome of me my neighbors my family my job there's a lot of uncertainty out there and I think, uh, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about these feelings and, you know, getting more stressed out and anxious and, and worried, that in itself is also taxing the system. So if you think, okay, there's no drugs out there to help us, there is our own immune system that is built to help us. So how can one help themselves by boosting their immune system? 
I think the key is uh, to really think about what's going on inside of themselves, what's going on with their thought processes, because thoughts control your feelings and your feelings control your actions and your actions obviously create your events and what and how you're handling life. So those are key things that we can start with is where am I? There are going to be no drugs or there has been no drugs that anyone in the world has come up with. But how can I optimize the immune system? So everyone's out there saying, wash your hands. What a great way to start. <laughs> the next thing is, the next thing is, I have no control over this. I have no control over this. But the key here is, is it's not the first time it's happened. And it's not just happening with this one person, it's happening with everyone. So we're all in it together. There's a sense of oneness, mm -hmm. wholeness, which is bringing everyone to come together to see each other through this. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, you know, we've had many things that have happened. I mean, Jamar, you're, you're in the States, you know, 9-11, how did that affect you? And how were people handling it then? People came together. And I think this is the time where we go beyond just ourselves. We think of everyone as ourselves. Oh, that's very nice to think everyone as ourselves. Very nice. And Jamal? Yeah, I'm very much aligned with Salendra. And that it's a, a great time for us to realize how in control of ourselves we actually are. You know, we're being very reactive. We looked at the, uh, the panic buying and the amount of fear that was expressed through so many with the announcement of this pandemic. And, you know, it was, it's, of course, we've never seen anything like it. It's unprecedented. There's all these words that we we label this event with that adds to the fear. And where I'm aligned with Solyndra is there was a, a peace that came over me because I knew how out of control of those situations I was and I am. But I said, man, they're telling me to stay home and I get to focus on myself and look at some things that I've been wanting to do because they've taken away a lot of distractions. They came with a very big one, but they took us away from all the other distractions that we're used to. So it's just yeah. a, a, a twist in the mindset, a twist in perception. Stop looking at the glasses as half empty because as they say, and I, I don't even buy into this statement, but when they say it is what it is, we don't even know what it is. So I have to say it is what it is. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. There's not much I can do to get a hold of that virus and dissect it and figure out why it's doing what it's doing the way that it's doing it. So what can I control? That's what we need to start focusing in on. Whoever you're home with, your family members, your kids, whoever that other person is, this is the time to build up that relationship. This is a time to figure out how to reconnect because we've been distracted so much. A lot of us have relationships that have suffered, that have dwindled, that are fleeting. And now you get to rebuild on those things. You get to do the hard stuff right now and be more efficient at it. 
So it's, it's not to discredit the influence of this virus by any means, but it's to say this is an opportunity to do something you haven't been willing or ready to do for quite a while. Very nice. Very true. We have time to focus on ourselves. But you know, something, it's very interesting, some people that are in relationship, in their marriage, I think this is a very challenging time for them because everyone's stuck. The ones that they have to be at home, like there's, um, like we are in France, we are locked down. Uh, people cannot go out at all. And if you're going, I think, for a grocery shop or pharmacy, that's it. And you have to have a permit. So lots of couples are fighting because you're staying in a very... I mean, I mean, all the problems come uh, on above. <laughs> uh, so it can be very challenging for everyone in every possible way. Lots of people are challenged financially. And um, for example, how do you think, Salindran, someone that is financially in pressure right now, lives paycheck to paycheck, can find peace? Well, again, uh, that's an interesting, uh, you know, um, question. You know, if if all you think about is is uh, doom and gloom, you start to feel that way. You have to become very resourceful at times like this. That means, you know, maybe you can turn to loved ones. You can turn to your neighbor. This is where the real, you know, human element is going to be tried and tested to see, you know, what can you do for your neighbor? Yeah. You know, it's times like this that you have to go deep within yourself and question what is coming up. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting because I, I was reading a book and in there it mentioned that there's a lyric, there's lyrics of a song and it kind of, really made me, you know, jot it down for today's live. And the lyrics go kind of like this. We're all caught between a fear of living and a fear of dying. We're all caught between a fear of living and a fear of dying. So you have to make a choice. Where are you going to go with this, right? And, you know, what one holds in the mind tends to manifest. So if you're going to go into that dark place within yourself and think, you know, how am I going to make ends meet? I mean, as much as here in, in Canada, the governments have gone ahead and uh, um, said that they will be uh, um, helping financially. Uh, for instance, the, the tenants don't have to pay for their rent and nice. and uh, the small to medium businesses will get a $50,000 loan um, that is repayable in a year's time from now with 0% interest. Uh, they're coming up with mechanisms. But, you know, before you even go down that road, what can you do for your neighbor? You know, that's the question. What can you do? You know, I, I often look at, you know, I've got maybe one last loaf in, in my fridge. And, and if I had, you know, 10 little kids standing there, what would I do? And you would go to that place in your heart and do the right thing. So reach out to your neighbors, reach out to your loved ones, keep your, 
you know, your distances that have been set out by professionals, be smart about it, but come from a place of the heart. Nice, coming from the place of heart. That's the key, actually. I think it, it will uplift you automatically as well. What about you, Jama? Salindra said it all. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you're, you know, Jamar, I mean, think about it, right? We're, we're caught, we're always caught between a fear of living and a fear of dying. Yeah. At what point do you say, okay, you know what, this is the predicament. Yeah. And you know what, I'm not in it by myself. I'm in it with everyone. And we will get through this. We will definitely get through this. Yes, we will. It's funny, uh, here recently in, in breaking news, there was a, a uh, famous pop star, and I won't mention her name, but she made a statement that this virus was the great equalizer. Mm. Now, she got a lot of flack for it. People were going after her and waving their fingers, and I, I understood why they wanted to get the torch and pitchforks and go to her door, because it's a perception thing, but I also understood what I believe she meant, and I'm not sure if she ex explained it yet or not. But um, just based off her history, I presume she meant that this put us all on a level playing field. It didn't matter your race, your culture, your financial stability, doesn't matter. That was how we were equalized. We're, as you just stated, we're all in that fear between living and dying. All of us are there right now. So to start pointing fingers at the different distractions that have been you know, debatably used to divide us before, it's no point. There's no point. This this virus is is not partial. It will pick any one of us right now. You know, I dare to say the kids are the safest because there's not so many um, of them being affected between a certain age range. It's us, and we need to be there for them. So it's even more important that we get ourselves together, that we take that introspective look that you were talking about. Take this time to focus on you. Uh, to your point, Matilda, when you talk about people in relationships and they're you know, ready to go to blows because they're too close. It's like, okay, we'll pick a corner and ask yourself why you're at that point. Start that. This is a great time to start dissecting yourself. It's a great time to do it. And guess what? It's going to suck. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be a happy time. No. But what's on the other side of that is fantastic. It's beautiful to get to know yourself to figure out what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are, and to be able to go back to that table with that other person. Hopefully they've done the same thing, done the same work. And you go to the table talking about yourself, not the other person. That's huge. That's so, right. That's right, Jamar. It starts yeah. with you and it ends with you. So what are you bringing to the table? What can you possibly do for yourself? What can you do for your loved ones, what can you do for your neighbor? And it yeah. will create a ripple effect because we are all energy. And so we can go ahead and we can spread the fear or we can go ahead and do some of the cleaning and clearing that has been with us from generations and generations and generations. And that's what it's about. And it's very interesting when you look at it from the inside out, when you look at it from the inside out and you look and you see, well, you know, we have really been 
using and abusing Mother Earth. And it's like Mother Earth is saying, here, hold on, calm down, children. <laughs> I need you to just settle down here and really pay attention to what's important and what is important, you know. And if you were to sit down, you know, 50 different people from across the globe today, it's all about the same thing. Mm -hmm. And what will they all say? They'll say, this too shall pass. Yeah. And we'll still be here. And we'll still be here. Yeah. What I really like about this time, which is kind of funny to say, even if I like this time, it's the sense of oneness, because I feel like we're all connected. The world is connected together. And for once, nationality, gender, religion is not even on table. And all these countries are helping each other, sending their doctors to save lives. And it's amazing to see that maybe why we don't have it in our normal lives like that, why the concept wasn't there. So I'm hoping maybe after when everything gets better, people will still remember this oneness and will uh, will try to keep it that way because really um, I hate when countries are fighting over stupidest things and lives are lost because of leaders and um, wrong decisions. So I hope this way the world will come together and we realize we're all one, we're all uh, here to love each other, to inspire each other, to make each other's life better. And um, yeah, and the sense of uh, nothing is important in life than your health. I mean, there is nothing there. So the I feel like- The I feel greatest like, is inside yeah. of you, right, Matilda? It's exactly. right there. You know, they're waiting to go ahead and create something. But you've already got the greatest medicine and, and it is within you. And so how do you maintain that? That's the key. So, you know, Jamar, you had mentioned that, you know, you have to be in a rhythm, in a flow of your daily routine, because you can't, you can't be so fearful that you bunker down and do nothing. The more that you do that is something that you're used to, your daily routine, you know, waking up at a certain hour, uh, maybe working out at a certain hour, and, and keep that same routine and monitoring what's going on internally. That's where it starts. And then, of course, eating and exercising and resting. And, and, and that means when you're eating, you're eating the right foods because that drug, you know, the one that's going to help you live through this time, the immune system needs you to eat properly, proper nutrition lots of vitamin C, exercise, rest, all of those things are going to count at this time. Not just I'm in fear, panic mode, and I've decided I'll just eat myself, uh, you know, a, a chocolate fudge brownie and call it a day because I feel like, you know, the world's going to end anyway. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of in that mood, um, Salindran. I mean, I I've talked with some friends, and I think they all have they're all struggling in the same way as well. 
kind of when you don't have your routine, your energy level is very low. Like now I feel like I'm very tired. I'm not doing anything. And I'm like, oh my God, I used to have a very active life. I would go to work, uh, go to the gym and then hang out with friends, sleep late, wake up early. But I was never feeling this tired. I don't know if it's the tired of eight years of life in New York or I don't know what it is, but I'm not doing much and I don't feel like doing much. And it's a shame because it's an opportunity for me to do lots of things uh, that I always wanted. Uh, I always say, oh, if I had time, I would read these books and I have time and I'm not reading. And it's been two weeks. This is the end of the second week for our lockdown. I mean, I have a gazillion time to read, but somehow I'm not in the mood or I'm not, uh, I come up creative ways to eat ice cream, to eat, I don't know what, and I'm like, I should open up a coffee shop right now. Um, so I do everything possible to not do whatever proper, whatever is right for me. And it's interesting that I'm like, okay, where is my self-care? I don't even put masks on. I used to put masks every Sunday. Now I'm, I don't even know which day I'm in. Uh, so it's really, I'm struggling with the routine and I feel like I'm wasting time because I strongly believe in uncertain times, there are lots of opportunities. So if I wanna gain something from this uh, period, I need to have structure. So bringing back discipline and structure is hard now. <laughs> Because kind of routine gives you structure, routine gives you um, a sense of discipline and makes your life actually easy. It makes it easier than this. Well, it's, it's a certainty that your your whole mechanism is used to, you know, that at this time I wake up, at this time I do this and I work out and I do this. I think at this time, um, when everything out there is a complete mess, when everything's out of control, control what you can and what can you control it's me it's you it's, <laughs> and and what's going on in here right so control what you can control and remember because there is no drug out there just yet boost your immune system and mm -hmm. and 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 be sensible about everything that you're doing and for sure don't go into panic and fear mode because that's contagious mm -hmm. Right. And that panic and fear mode actually compromises your immune system because we're vibratory, because we're energetic and because who we are and what we're thinking creates a ripple effect in the universe, in the whole. That's why it starts with you and ends with you. You really have to be careful about what's going on in here. Exactly. Watching a lot of news, negative news, oh. it makes you like, ah, oh. oh, obsessively sometimes watching it, but it's, I'm changing it now because uh, France um, just announced that we're going to uh, postpone the lockdown for till April 15th. So it's going to be, it will be what it will get one month of lockdown. It's crazy. I never uh, appreciated lots of things now that now I'm like, oh my God, the first moment I get to go out, just saying hello to people, just uh, thinking now I'm like, okay, these people are disease. 
<laughs> I should have a lot of distance. They shouldn't come close to me. So I miss that human interaction. And I feel like it's so beautiful when you have it. You never, I never appreciated it that much. But now I'm like, oh my God, I need humans. I need to interact with them face to face. I mean, online is not the same. What about you, Jama? How do you keep you, your mind focused? You know, as you were talking, that phrase popped up in my head, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And we're all living that right now. I have to say, you know, the the fortunate thing for me is I've, I've been in a self-empowering mode for a long time, for years. And I've always wanted to be a better man every single day. So having that mindset and having it way before the curve, or being ahead of the curve, as they say, uh, to some people, when they hear it, they don't want to listen. It's like, oh, you've been doing it. It's like, well, now you have a better time than I did because I was doing it when the distractions were heavy. You know, when I was supposed to yeah. be out there doing this, doing that, and chasing you down and answering all your phone calls and meeting you at this place, I chose to go against the grain and stay home and be talked about. And oh, Jamar is a dud anymore. And now it, it's paying off. And that's the part that sucks. I wish it wasn't paying off for me right now. And I say that loosely because I'm very happy that it is. But it's what events took place for me to realize, man, I'm glad I've been practicing these habits for as long as I have been. And so, you know, I tell people, I was just on a podcast not too long ago, I tell them I don't have blinds on my window. I don't have a curtain anymore. The sun is my alarm clock. When that light hits my face, I wake up and I'm happy. It took a long time to get to that point. I used to want to close the blinds, close the curtains, throw the alarm clock across the room. <laughs> I didn't appreciate the sun. I hate it. I squint and frown. You know how you're doing bright light gets in your face? And you roll over and cover your head with a pillow. So now yeah. to turn 180 to say when that sun hits my face, I smile. I show gratitude. I'm thankful that air is pumping through this body again and that I get to get up to do what I want to for another day. That's how you start. It's when you get up in bed. What's your attitude? What's your self-talk like? What are you saying? It's just you. And it's a choice. It's a choice. That's 100%. the key. 100%. It's a key. You know, happiness is not something that's outside of you. Happiness is a choice. You have to choose through hard times, to, through easy times, challenging times. You choose. You choose the way you want to be. And let's face it, Jamar um, and Matilda, life is a precious gift. And I don't know about you guys, but when you look backwards, you think, my God, where, where did the time go? You want to be able to look back and say, you know what? I did everything I wanted to do on my terms. Mm -hmm. And I, like I lived life. I lived life to the fullest. So I, I would like to know, um, what do you do, Jamar and Matilda, um, that we can share with the audience? What do you do? What is your daily routine that kickstarts you and you cannot live without? Ladies first. <laughs> well, I mean, this time, this 
quarantine oh, sure, time. Now, yeah. Now more than ever, because now it's very, very important. And, you know, I think Jamar touched on a couple of things, which were really, really important. Um, you know, be grateful. Gratitude is a huge thing that you can make it so that it's a part of your daily routine. You know, they talk about how do you bring more joy into your life? Because joy is the key to your health, to your immune system. What is that, that one thing? And if you cannot name anything, at least be grateful. Because when you're grateful, automatically it brings joy. Because you're looking at things that you're happy about. So thank you for sharing that. You know, Jamar, that was a start. So go ahead, Matilda, what do you do? Well, usually when I wake up, um, I do maybe 10 minutes of meditation just to to relax with myself. Uh, mm -hmm. I love my crystals and I love to sage my room um, and just be with myself. I love Matilda time. And then I got very excited to go and have my breakfast. I love my coffee. And um, I have a special bread that I get for, you know, I love certain things to eat, for sure. So these things makes me happy. Uh, and then what else? I love to go to forest, actually, where I live now. It's next to forest. I never appreciated nature because I never lived in a nature's place. Um, forest for me was like, okay, why people even go there? But now that we're in lockdown, because it's next door to it so we have we can have the permission to go and walk a little bit so i go there and i really appreciate the nature and i'm like wow all these trees and i feel oneness with nature so it's really changing me in a way to appreciate universe more in a sense i appreciate me more and um i'm just with a lot of times with my thoughts um inside um so that's why i kind of lose time as well but um i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying that there is nothing that i have to do i just need to be happy and i'm finding happiness with what i'm gonna cook for me what i'm gonna watch what i'm gonna read um so that's what i'm doing great See, and but this I is have, awesome. This is awesome. I have to focus on the podcast to, to make it more advanced. And uh, I have a couple of things that I have to do to add my podcast, some editings or some music that I need to. So there are things that I have, to, some projects that I have to do during this time. I'm excited. Great. Now, Jamar, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned losing time. And that was one of the most exciting things that happened to me not too long ago. I, I It was the weekend. It was a, a Saturday, and I thought it was Thursday. <laughs> and I was literally, I was working. I was on my computer. I was uh, editing some things, and, and I was just having a good time. And then somebody messaged me and said, are you going to watch the fight tonight? I said, the fight on a Thursday? And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> Wait a minute! What I freaked out and I laughed, but I was having such a good time. I was I was cool with losing time. I was fine with it. Um, but gratitude is a huge part, as Sal said. That's it, automatic when I wake up. Is to be thankful that that sun hit my face. If you can start your day like that, 
you know, as she said, it's a ripple effect throughout the day. And I'm not saying, here, here's the thing with gratitude. When some people express it, they counter it. They say, I'm thankful for it, but dang, I got to go do this. If I didn't have to do it, and it's just a spiral from there, I just go stop it. Just say what you're thankful for and keep it right there. And I, I do meditation as well. I'll go as long as an hour to two hours. I'll stretch it all the way out and I'll just have a good time with me. I go on mental trips. I take vacations. I fly, <laughs> whatever. I do what I want to do. My phone is off to the side. I'm still training myself not to jump on every beep because I don't have all my notifications turned off, but I've turned off a lot. But I'll hear a ding and I'll still flinch. And then I'll get mad. I'm like, what are you flinching for, man? <laughs> so, but all of this was trained over time. And I'm such a happier person. I mean, to wake up in the morning and be happy, you tell this to Jamar even five years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So that's part of my routine. I do still exercise. And my gym has been at home, again, ahead of the curve. I was going to certain gyms out in the area, and then I brought it home. So I was like, if I could just do it at home, plus I'm injury prone, so now I get hurt at home and people here to take care of me. Um, and then something very important that Sal said earlier, and I, and please go back to energy. Cause I love talking about energy as I continue to learn about frequencies and vibrations. It's just so exciting. And to anybody out there that starts going into, oh, that's hippie stuff. That's no, if mm. I sat there and screamed in your ear for an hour, you're going to lose your mind. <laughs> that's how real that is. Um, but anyway, she talked about what we eat. And so I had recently in the past few years became more of a vegan and vegetarian. I'll go back and forth and I have my moments with meat, you know, yeah. I'll the wagon as they say, but my, my primary focus is to have that vegan vegetarian lifestyle. Why? Cause I feel so much better. And then I, I was like, I aspire to become a fanatic. I told somebody at that I was like, what? Yeah, I want to be a fanatic about being healthy, about living longer, living optimally and feeling good. Why wouldn't I want to be a fanatic? There's so many crazy stigmas out there on being healthy. It's it's crazy. And, yes. you know, again, it took a long time to train this. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I totally agree with both of both of you. I mean, I love the passion and um, um excitement that you have when you speak about food, because so many people look at food as such a, you know, foodie thing to do. But I find that people that enjoy their food, enjoy their flavors, uh, without knowing, they're actually very mindfully eating. Because you're not one that's going to, you know, pick up a shovel and keep shoveling stuff into your mouth, you actually have an acquired taste. Uh, you know, um, Matilda, you spoke about your ritual of getting up and having a particular bread and having that first cup of coffee in the morning. That's huge. Like, wow, that's like, um, heaven. That's huge. That's yes. huge. Because you know what, that's, that's genuinely appreciating the 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 moment to moment of life because life exactly. life you know is inclusive of everything and um like both of you i myself do have a meditation practice which i've had for a few decades and um 
I, that is one thing that I cannot um, give up just because I know that when you meditate, you're not just meditating for yourself. Just like what the times that we're living through right now, we're not just here living, uh, you know, a, a life for ourselves, whatever it is that you're doing, you're doing for the whole, you know, con consciously being aware of that and doing things consciously from that place makes a huge, huge difference for everyone. So I feel that when I meditate, I've got a lot of people I'm meditating for. They're just a little asleep right now and they're coming. Just like Jamar said, you know, it takes effort and it doesn't have to be hard work because nothing is really meant to be hard work, you know. Um, it's, uh, you, you start to enjoy it, it becomes, uh, you know, pleasurable. And um, for myself, yes, I have a meditation um, uh, practice. I actually exercise every day. I eat healthy. Um, as much as I can, although my mother blessed me with a sweet tooth, but you know, we try to keep that in, in check. Um, and, you know, really taking time out for myself, because mental health at this time is very, yeah. very important. You know, um, taking uh, account of what's going through me, through my mind, or someone who's in my vicinity, and what they're going through. So I'll give you an example, you know, I have a brother, he's single. Um, works long hours. And I knew we we're going to get down to that um, shutdown state. And I didn't want him to be without, um, you know, some nice uh, prepared Indian food. And so what I did is I made a huge quantity. And I said, Hey, listen, some of it goes in your fridge, some of it goes in your freezer, at least I can, I can do my part. Because he doesn't have the time to prepare. He's one of these guys that, you know, eats on the fly and sometimes that's not the most healthiest so little things like that I think really really help the other thing that I wanted uh, to really emphasize on at this time do what makes you happy I mean when you were a child go back to those days you know what did you like maybe you like finger painting why not go back to finger painting that'll bring you joy um Maybe you like, uh, uh, you know, gardening. Maybe, um, you know, you you can go ahead and have a, something online like this where you're actually interacting with people that are actually lonely out there right now. They're a little afraid because their emotions are getting the best of them. That is kind of the key to life because you take, you look at, you look at your life but you, you witness it and you're ready to come from that place where you're of service at any time. And you live your life as an example. And I think that each one of us uh, has expressed that. And, you know, um, I think the, the, the greatest judge and critic at this time is probably yourself. You know, fear makes you more judgmental. It makes you on edge. It brings up anger. Uh, anxiety, worry, all of these things. And, you know, as these things are coming forward in your relationships, and even with yourself, this is an opportunity for you to really reflect on it. So the exercise that would really help you 
it is really a surrender process. So anger comes up, you know, someone has said, has, um, you know, said something or done something that has triggered me. If I recognize it at that very moment that that's a trigger and I accept it as a trigger, recognize it as that particular emotion, say, say it be anger and allow for me to sit with anger without judging it any further. Over time, guess what will happen? Anger will leave. Now you've made a little bit of extra room inside of you to bring a little extra love into the world. And so, you know, this is a beautiful time as much as, you know, we're looking at it as, oh my goodness, you know, what's going to be the outcome and no, 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 no. Everything has its purpose. Everything has its time. Look for the opportunities on how you can work with it. Very nice. I have a question from both of you guys. Um, I have some friends that they're students. They are, for example, living in New York now and things are very bad. Or some other countries, maybe in Spain or in Italy, that they cannot be with their parents, with their loved ones, with their friends. And they're really feeling lonely. Or some elderly that there are, their uh, kids cannot come and visit them because of these shutdowns. What are your... Um, I don't think elderly are checking the Facebook, but what are you? Yeah, hopefully they are. But what will be your suggestion? Like how could these students deal with loneliness? How can maybe the children of these elderly uh, deal with this? Because I'm sure it's a lot of stress for the children as well that they cannot see their parents, parents who need them, you know? Yeah, I think this is where technology comes into play. This is where I like technology. And being able to connect like what we're doing right now, as we've already discussed, Sal just said it. I have a care in the world, or I don't have a care in the world. Yeah, I don't have a care about the world right now and what's going on out there, what's going bad. I'm here with you. I'm present. And that's the importance of human connection. That's the importance of using technology for something as positive as connecting with your peers or your family, whatever it is. Use technology for that. I think right now, you know, and I think we looked over a a warning from certain social media platforms that said, you know, we're reaching unprecedented heights in, in, in users. Great. That's awesome because we're connecting. This is what we should have been doing, but it took an event like this to push us this direction. My hope is that if and when we come out of it, that we keep it up and we realize how in control we are. It's funny, Matilda, even when you mentioned earlier, how now you have all this time, but you're still not meeting some of those goals. It's like, it's crazy how much we lie to ourselves. I tell people this all the time. And it's the truth is that we lie to ourselves all the time, but we have distractions to pivot off of. You know, my job, my friend, whatever it is, so much other stuff. But uh, I don't know if it was on Rocky or whatever it was. It said the biggest fight is always with yourself. And we don't want to stay in the (laughs) ring with ourselves. We always want to jump out, jump in somebody else's fight or get back in the crowd or watch another fight. We do not want to stay in the ring with ourselves and and fight that lie to get to the truth. We don't want to do it. But anyway, back to your question. 
I encourage them to use technology uh, to connect with their peers because right now that's what we have. Very nice. You, Salindran? Uh, just, you know, same as Jamar, you know, the more that they can be in the now, in the present, um, because the worries, the loneliness, and all those um, negatives are really, um, I hate to say it, but they're patterns from before. So it's, they're relying and kicking back into their old past. So in the, in the right now, in this exact moment, there is no COVID-19 and there's no, uh, you know, uh, lockdown and uh, shut yourself in and loneliness because this is happening. And thank God, yes, for, um, for media to, to be able to be able to do what we're doing in this day and age. But I'm sure, you know, that uh, a lot of the students are probably well connected with other students. And um, the only thing that I have, the advice that I have for the elderly and the students is really, you know, think about where your thoughts are. Think about who you're conversing with, because you know what, if someone's, if someone's fearful, and then you find someone who's depressed, well, guess what, they're going to be, they're going to be taking each other down that vortex, and no one's going to be able to pull themselves out. So, you know, if, if nothing else, turn on the television, maybe, or Netflix and watch some comedy, because I'll tell you, there's different chemicals that kick into your body that actually allow for you to get over whatever it is. There was a great, um, I can't remember the name of the book, but um, uh, it was a gentleman who, who was in the gas chambers or whatever in concentration camps, I think it was, in the Holocaust, and he survived. And people asked him, like, how, how, what was it that got you through that time? Now you think about COVID-19, you think about 9-11, you think about the Gulf War, you think about all these things that we've been through. Um, and he and, and when he was asked, what was it that got you through the Holocaust? Knowing that at any day, at any given time, life would end for you. He says, I just chose not to see it. I kept imagining my life of when I'm going to leave here, where I want to live, in what conditions I want to live, and what my family was going to be like, and he went on and on. So you know what? You can use this to create a beautiful life, a dream, or you can use this to pull you down and pull you further into the gloom and doom of everything and sit there and question until you're frozen to say, what's going to be the outcome? When is it my number? Yeah, can't stop living. You cannot stop living. And you definitely were given this. You were given this to dream with and dream big. I also, very nice. I also want to ask you, both of you, this interesting, I mean, this question been popping up a couple of days in me. Like governments around the world have laid out varying instructions on how to mitigate the spread of uh, COVID-19. But there is little direction on how to actually live through it. 
lived through this pandemic. Isn't that interesting that governments don't really pay attention to the mental health, the mindset of people? For me, this is actually more boring. I mean, okay, lots of people can survive physically the disease, the virus, but lots of mental issue will come afterwards. I think governments needs to work on the mental health of people because um, you don't want to come up with lots of depressed people afterwards or mentally unfit people afterwards in this stress time. Well, so do you guys have any? Yeah. <laughs> no, and and you know what I mean. You can, you can go out there and you can listen to a lot of people who are saying, well, you know, the government knew this was going to happen. Oh, well, actually, the government actually created this. And guess what? The pharmaceutical companies are in bed with the governments. You can go there and listen to all of this. And I hate to say it, hogwash. Or you can just say, okay, guess what? We're in a bit of a predicament here. What can I do? And it goes back to the very same question. You're not in this by yourself. We're all in it together. We're all going to find that day when we say, yes, this too shall pass. And we, we will have those, you know, sunny blue skies again. But the key is, I think the government isn't here to look after your um, mental health, other than unless you're already requiring that help <laughs> they their their whole their whole thing is um to come back after the fact and then say okay well there's a need for us here now why not just you do it yourself why not take that opportunity and say you know what it starts with me it ends with me what can i do to make a difference today how exactly. can i handle this today and then maybe you can create that ripple effect for other people to say, hey, you know what? That's right. The immune system is going to get compromised because me talking and sitting here about, uh, you know, what if, what if? And then all of a sudden, you know, everyone has that same conversation. And before you know it, everyone's frozen and no one wants to do anything. And before you know it, everyone's falling ill. Very true. Right? Be the change that you want to see. Isn't that what Mother Teresa said? Be the change that you want to see. Or was it Gandhi? I don't know. One of them said that. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. What about you, Chama? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And again, this isn't to discredit what's going on out there, the actual impact of the virus. You know, that's not what we're doing. And we're not being these huge optimists about it. We're actually speaking real life. This is reality. You're going to keep telling me the bad side because that's what's happening. Well, why can't I speak to the good side? And I think so many people, as soon as you start talking positively, they want to put you in, in this box and say, okay, we're not going to listen to you, but you're okay with habitually discussing the, the negative things. Now, tell me where that makes sense. I thought all of us wanted to be happy. You know, that's the question that I pose to people. Don't you want to be happy? And Sal said it earlier when she said, watch who you're talking to. Watch those things you're putting in your life that influence you. Now, there are people out there who have severe mental health issues. 
yes, they need help. It would be nice if the government stood up for them and did right by them. But we've been dealing with that issue for generations. And now that this pandemic is struck, we expect them to straighten up and fly, right? No, I expect exactly what Sal said for the neighbor to step in and do what they can to help. You see an issue, help the issue. That's what I think should be happening right now. The power is in the people. We used to say it all the time. I don't know when it became too cliche to say, too uncool to say. It's the truth. We're yes. the power. There are no governments that stand without people. Are you kidding me? That's right. That's right. You're disempowered when you're looking for someone outside of yourself. Exactly. You are disempowered. You are totally empowered when you know that you have everything within you. I love that. I have everything within me. That's right. Nice. That's right. It's the ones that seek love, right? What do you mean you're seeking love? Mm. You are love. love. You can't be seeking something you already have that you already are, right? So, Very. yeah, it's, you know, in order for for the masses to turn the ship around, it starts with each one of us. Very each nice. one of us and looking inside of us and saying, what can I do today, right here, right now? Brilliant. I think we are, it's kind of, we have to wrap it up. So if one thing we have to remember from you, Salinjan and Jamar, what is that? Of course, related to this situation. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. And we're in this together. Beautiful. You, Jamar? What she said. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think above it all, work on loving yourself and liking yourself. We keep talking about it starts with us. It starts with self. That's huge. I understand how difficult it is because I understand all the influences that have been out there that have been in your life since birth. I understand all the distractions. I get it. But you're worth taking that time to figure out that you love yourself and why you should actually like yourself. If you don't like yourself, work on yourself until you get there. You should be able to look in the mirror and say, you're my best friend, I love you. It took me a long time to do that, but I'm there now and I'm not conceited, I'm not narcissistic. Back when people, there was a time when people thought I was a narcissist because I was just such a clown and my humor was the best humor in the room. But that was the time when I was really dealing with or not dealing with certain trauma traumatic events that happened in my life and I was covering up. Now that I'm bound, actually like and love myself, I don't have to be the loudest person in the room. I don't have to have the most energy in the room. I don't have to be the clown. I can just sit here and enjoy listening to you all. So love and like yourself. Brilliant. And I'm, what I'm getting from this call from you guys is I need to keep my routine, daily routine, so I can be, my mind can be focused and constantly try to understand myself and love myself. This is the time that I need to pamper myself. Where is my mask? I have to put my face mask now. <laughs> very nice. Thank you very much. Thank you, Salindran. Thank you, Jamar. Um, and um, yes, um, thank you, my listeners. And um, check out Uplifting Humans podcast 
a new Power 40 podcast. Till uh, next time. Bye, guys. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Look after <laughs> your immune systems. Yes. <laughs>